and welcome to Sutra Side Talk, episode 134. I'm your host, Kamran Chishtarn. With me is... James Selig. James, thank you so much. Uh, what happened was that we just already started recording, and we only st- talked for like 20 seconds, and then James was like, well, you didn't record the video yet, and I'm like, shit. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, we're here now, of course. It's uh, Sunday, the 16th of January, and... I wanted to wait till the Niners game finished, which 49ers are going to the divisional playoffs now. We finished the wild card, just beat the Cowboys, and it was very close. And at the end, it felt like the Niners did not want it anymore, and I was freaking out. So I'm glad we made it, but now we have to play Green Bay, and I am now less uh, excited because I'm slightly afraid. But hopefully they still make it because I also like Aaron Rodgers, and he's very formidable. Dreams can come. Oh my god, I fucked that up. Dreams can come true. <laughs> Shit. What do you have to say about it, James? <laughs> Words. Well said. Well said, dude. You know what's crazy? Uh, once a year now for the wild card, they because it's CBS and Paramount and they own Nickelodeon. There's they actually put the game on Nickelodeon, the the channel, really? the kids and channel? it's full on like slime everywhere. Like there's like uh when you're watching it. The first downline that's like digitally there, you know, they show where the first downline is that they're trying to get to. It's orange and it has slime kind of going like where on it and everything. Um, they had Weird. all the Nickelodeon characters popping in and out. What pissed me out, like there were some cool ones, like if someone scored or they're going for a field goal, the goalpost would have a digital Patrick or SpongeBob face on there. And I'm like, oh, that's dope. And then they'd be like, if there's a flag on the play, the yellow flag comes up on the, the score bar. And yell, young fucking Sheldon pops out and goes, well, did you know, blah, blah, blah. And he goes like, me, 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 me. does that the fucking Sheldon face? I didn't know he did a Sheldon face until I watched him do this because I never watched the show. Right. And now I'm like, he did that face. And I'm like, I bet that's a fucking face he does in the show now. And now I hate the show even more without watching it. <laughs> it was it was horrible. I got to say, I, I don't usually watch football, but for whatever reason, the idea of it being on Nickelodeon and having a bunch of like kids graphics all over it makes me want to oh, watch it, it more. Was all it sounds so over. interesting. They show like, oh look, it's Sonic popping up next to the running back, and I'm like, get the fuck, I'm gonna <laughs> stab somebody for doing this. But uh, <laughs> it, instead of like, you know how they'll do a replay and they'll show like digital versions of players, mm-hmm. they instead replace them all with Ninja Turtles, and they're like, look, when the Ninja Turtles run and do this shit. Uh, they also, for some reason, were like, oh, the Niners and Cowboys have a very old rivalry, plus they're both tied for five Super Bowls. And then they go, similar to that of Mr. Krabs and Plankton being old rivals. And I'm like, what? And then they start showing athletes in the game side by side with their comparison of a Nickelodeon character and showing specific traits. And then and I'm, I'm like, what the fuck? Near the end of the game, I kid you not, when they're showing the score bar, sometimes they'll have a little thing that pops up that says like, oh, this player did this, like, they set this record or they just did something. They've been, this is how many yards they've accomplished this game. It says, in his off time, Jimmy Garoppolo, the Niners quarterback, in off season, he goes jellyfishing with SpongeBob and Patrick. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Dude, I almost feel like you're fucking with me right now. I'm. This is all real. This is fucking real. <laughs> I am not kidding. And, like, half the commentators are, like, Nickelodeon characters, and then, like, the, like, up in the booth, and then down at the field, there's this kid named Young Dylan. I don't know what the fuck he's about. Uh, he's some Nickelodeon kid actor for something, but he's, like, talking about his stuff, and he's got the Nickelodeon, tro- the MVP trophy. Not MVP, but N as in Nancy, 
VP. Oh. And it's a Nickelodeon trophy. And for this specific game, once a year, people can actually vote and a player in this game will actually get the trophy. And huh. apparently the player last year, their name was spelled wrong on it. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, See, it's, it's a whole, there was also a slime tank in the stadium. Huh. Yeah, I thought I MVP was going to be there. like oh Nickelodeon something, whatever. Like There were slime hats too, so it looks like there's slime coming down your face, but it's a hat. And they were, there were a bunch of Cowboys fans got it because it was in Dallas. And they kept showing them, but as the game progressed, like the Niners got such a fat lead that you just see the Cowboys fans that keep showing with the hats on get sadder and sadder as it goes. And I'm like, yes, yes. But at near the end, the Cowboys made a weird-ass comeback. And I'm like, the Niners are just letting him do it. And I was like, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> yeah, this is like the Chiefs all over again. Stop it. But yeah, it, it, it was a good time. And of course, this is Sutra Side Talk. We don't normally talk about sports, but I'm a really, I'm big into football. And it's playoff time. So every Sunday, I'll probably be like, if it's next Sunday with the Packers, uh, if we record before, I'll probably be like, oh, everything's fine. If it's after and we lose, I'm going to be devastated. So I'll just be in a depressed state. <laughs> It'll be great. Uh, but this is Sutra Side Talk. Uh, we talk games, movies, and television, what we've been playing and watching, along with some news related to that, uh, usually a couple pieces. And uh, James, how did your week go? Because I got more to tell <laughs> before I continue. Uh, not bad. Just a typical day, uh, work week. Like, nothing too crazy. Nice. I twisted my ankle. Uh, or I didn't twist my ankle. Sorry, I sprained my foot and ankle. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, you mentioned earlier to me, and I was like, oh, fuck, that sucks. Yeah, I was uh, I was running on Monday, and there was like a small hole in the cement, and it just fucking went in, and you just hear like a crack, and I'm like, oh no, as yeah. I felt the pain like hit through me, and I'm like, I'm like falling as it happens, and I hear it. I use my left foot to do like a triple hop to catch myself, put my right foot down, and go. Oh no, this ain't good, Chief. Yeah. <laughs> what was great about it was I was at the end of the run and I still had to go back. Oh no. But I'm like, you know what? Actually, I usually stop at that stoplight. So I'm just going to like limp to that stoplight and then go back. And by <laughs> then the adrenaline sets in and I'm like, oh cool, it doesn't hurt anymore. And I'm like, please don't tell me you ran back on this raining i ran back on it and oh, i'm just no. like fuck it and i went for it and i got back and i'm like i'm okay i'm okay sat down the minute i sit down the adrenaline leaves and i'm like oh i'm in more pain than i've ever been in my life it was great it was really great i was okay for the most part but i'm just like icing it i go to the doctor get an x-ray and they're like yeah it's, it's sprained it's not too bad but i was like oh, okay and they're like you also got like a bone spur and i'm like fuck <laughs> so th that was like unrelated though apparently that was already there yeah. so yeah it was great it was a good time so i've been like as you guys can see back there at my bed uh those pillows is where i've been propping up my uh leg since tuesday and uh this is my first time at my desk again and we're recording an a shorter episode because of that we're just going to talk one news piece and then hawkeye and then that's it for this week but uh, I should be at least reintegrating myself into walking around more, doing some stuff off the damn fucking bed and uh, getting some work done here. Because I had like a deadline I had planned for f this past Friday. And I'm like, oh, I got this. I cannot be at the desk no. for this whole week. And I'm like, I can't I can't believe this has happened. It's isn't it fun when life gets in the way of like life goals? Dude, 
It was horrible. That was my first run of the year, too. That was the worst oh, part. Oh, man. I was so angry. Because I usually, I go to the gym three times a week. And I'm like, I'm trying to reincorporate running at least twice a week, too. And I was like, yeah, I'm so bad shit. at keeping up my cardio. It's, cardio is the hardest part, honestly. I don't know why. It's just, it always feels more difficult than the lifting. But I used to be a track runner. So that's the worst part. I'm like, I want to get back to that, that speed and endurance I used yeah. to have. Back, like way before i even went back to davis or back to school at davis i used to go to the gym for like two hours a day because i had the time mm. and like my gym was literally like two doors down from my work so there's like no commute to it and i would put in like a half hour cardio on top of like whatever like weightlifting i was doing every day and now if i get 10 minutes of cardio in, i'm just like that's good enough for me <laughs> <laughs> you just slide off like oh i'm, I'm done but uh, yeah, that's that's what's been happening with me. I'll have probably a more healthy update and more productive update than anything I've been playing on my laptop. I've just been watching anime. I've been watching like 90s Gundam, which got me. I was like depressed. I couldn't do anything. I watched like Victory Gundam. That show was depressing. I got more depressed no. from watching Victory Gundam, Gundam. And I'm like, fuck, well, I'm going to watch AFMS team to cheer myself up. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Ending depression. I'm like, fuck. Everything is trying to kill me on this bed right now. It was great, but I played uh, some Hunt Showdown out there. And, uh, dude, my computer is, like, overheating for some reason. It's not properly, like, working correctly with the game. So the frame rate keeps dropping to, like, 15. And uh, I'm like, why? Why is this happening? I still got kills. That was the best part. Uh, but it, it's been it's been crazy. But, uh, all right, on with the normal show. We'll just get this in and out. We got news. Uh, the news is Zynga is being purchased by Take-Two, which is the parent company of 2K and Rockstar. And then afterwards, we're going to talk about just the Hawkeye Disney Plus show. And that's it. Then we'll pop right off. But uh, let's dive right into the news. So I was looking it up and the sale is like a uh, <laughs> the value is a $12.7 billion sale. Yeah. Bigger I, than that of Bethesda when Microsoft bought. by like four billion, right? Wasn't Bethesda or Zenimax? It was like four. It, it was, was like yeah. eight billion total. And at the time, we were like, "That's absurd." That's, I was like, "That's more than Star Wars. That's crazy." Yeah, that's more than Star Wars. And now it's like, I and here's the funny thing, I actually happen to drive past the Zynga building, like on my way to work every day, because mm. it's like right off of the um, the freeway overpass that. The leads to the Bay Bridge. And I just assumed that there was no one in that building at this point because, like, I don't know. Like, all, all I know Zynga from is, like, mobile games and specifically more Facebook games back in the day. And I know that they started putting their stuff on as, like, mobile apps on, I guess, uh, Google Play and, and the iStore, but, like, or Apple Store, whatever. But... I don't know. I just I find it crazy that they're even worth twelve point seven billion dollars today. But yeah, I whatever. don't even I mean, like I don't play on my phone, so I I keep forgetting to even like update Pokemon Go. Like everyone, a bunch of my friends in Georgia have been playing it nonstop. And I'm always like, oh, I'll join you guys soon and do like remote shit or something. Yeah. And I'm just like, I forget. I've gotten more into mobile gaming recently just because like when I got my new phone, it came with like three months of Apple Arcade and I was like, I'll mm. give it a shot. And there's actually some really fun, cool games on there that I've that I've enjoyed since I like activated that. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for Christmas, I got a backbone controller. So I've, I've, oh, yeah, a lot of, yeah. so I've been doing a lot of like xCloud on my uh, phone. And also the PlayStation remote plays pretty good too. But, nice. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. One of the things that I heard on one of the podcasts I listened to that like covered this story was Zynga. I mean, that is what they're good at is mobile games. So it would make sense that the parent company of Rockstar would want to buy a, a, like a, a company that's literally that's what they're good at. That's they make money doing that and yeah. just make their own games for mobile. I don't know. It's kind of like what Sony's been doing for like buying studios like for access, not for access, um, the PC port studio that they got. Uh, well, they did a what's his name? Strauss Zelnick. He's the Take Two CEO. He said, uh, "The opportunity." This quotes: uh, "Opportunity to bring Take Two's console slash PC properties to mobile and add new game modes." Yeah, uh, which makes absolute sense. Yeah, but again, like twelve point seven billion is. Yeah, that's they're nuts. gonna. I mean, you know what I'm imagining? The first thing that pops in my head. What? GTA Online on your mobile phone. Oh God, yeah, dude. I like. That's going to earn so that right there, that is the most lucrative thing they could possibly do is going to be with that. Because with Zynga, you know, a lot of their games are semi social. Like it's not really it. social. Sh- insane. Yeah. Because half their games used to be on Facebook, right? Remember those Facebook oh, yeah. games they used to do? Yeah. Uh, God, I wasted so much stupid time on that. Those, Dude, uh, I played a bunch of Mafia Wars, Wars, which literally they could just make a version of Mafia Wars that's GTA style. I honestly don't even remember what I used to play on there. I remember there was some Assassin's Creed game. It was like, a, it almost felt like a text adventure or something. I don't even yeah. know what it was anymore, but there was like that and some other things. But anyway, uh, GTA Online, I think, is the most lucrative thing. They'll start with that. But you're thinking like, if Zynga does all the social stuff, the things they're going to probably front line is something that's online oriented, something that is social oriented, that's going to get you to potentially also do what do you do most on the phone when it comes to these kinds of games? Microtransactions. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to see a lot of those. I'm expecting that. And I'm assuming, you know, they might do that for Red Dead Online 2, maybe. But I then again, that. that game's barely supported as it is. Apparently, there's a whole petition that I'm actually probably going to join in on going like, hey, can you like support this game? Uh, considering, you know, they Rockstar hates single player now. It's like very clear that they don't care about single player. Uh, I don't know. It's hard for me to say that because like Red Dead 2 was very much like that's a single player game and the, the online component is there, but it's it's not nearly to the extent that like GTA 5. It is. lacks the support. Both lack support because they yeah. they scrapped all the GTA 5 story DLC they're going to do mm-hmm. and just that's went true. GTA Online. And I, you know, everyone, everyone wanted Undead Nightmare 2 because it still feels so original. Like it felt fresh. That would be super cool. And yeah, they could have done it. That's also money. And it, of course, that takes an effort because you're making pretty much a different game. You're making a different type of AI and types of skins and everything else. But like, I don't know, they just didn't want to do that. Instead, they're like, we'll just stick to the online stuff. But compared to GTA, uh, GTA you know, Red Dead Online is very bare bones with very little lacks, uh, very lack of new like content and whatnot even though i haven't even done everything yeah, did but... they even do like a halloween event like because they could if they don't want to do i think they do but it's not undead nightmare it's not anything like that they're just kind of like hey look at these kind of whatever skins and you're like mm. okay because like i could understand if they don't want to put all the effort into making an undead nightmare campaign two 
or whatever. But like, would it be that crazy to just do a Halloween event where it just it's Undead Nightmare Online for like a month? I want to say they had some form of season pass that a lot of people were complaining about. Really? I can't remember why, but apparently it was not received well for the mm. Halloween. Like they did something for Halloween, but it was very people were pretty pissed about it. All right. Um. Besides that, of course, you know, there's with Rockstar, there's not much else unless you're going single player, which, you know, we could get. Hey, look, Bully and all three, all the old GTA games are being ported to <laughs> mobile, which I think weren't they already? That's the thing. Yeah, I already have like GTA three on my phone currently. It's just. Yeah. So doesn't those work are there. Super well, with the controller and stuff. Maybe they do the whole definitive versions of those and throw those on mobile with Zynga. Maybe they'll do Bully and Manhunt and Max Payne. Um, besides that, Bioshock. What if they made a mobile Bioshock game? I don't know if I'd want a, like a straight port of the original on the phone, yeah. but like if they could do like... <sighs> a mobile or... Remember, they were going to do a Vita game that was standalone. Dude, that I think about that every game. once in a while, that moment where uh, Ken, Levine Ken Levine was like yeah. on stage and he's like, yo, we're putting move controller support in Bioshock Infinite if you want to do that. I also got this idea. I think I'll put it on this. And he pulls a Vita out of his back pocket and everyone lost their mind and it just never happened which yep. whatever shit so, doesn't work out but it's just I yeah think things about don't work out when been. sony doesn't try to use their fucking thing they paid for and put all this manpower into yeah. uh i think also borderlands is a big property xcom i could see borderlands doing really good on the phone and i know you know probably half the things i'm listing are probably on mobile in some form or fashion yeah but imagine I newer I versions i know they did say, on an ipad even if it is something existing they said new modes so think about that new modes when they say that they could take something existing and add some form of when i think mode, we're adding a blockchain store <laughs> blockchain yay nfts baby yeah. oh god fucking someone threw a molotov but uh i think it's going to be something that is a social aspect something that does make you want to make other people do it because it's social oriented and then also still pay microtransactions at the same time which would pretty much be maximum profit because you're getting people to spread it to other people while still having them pay extra after already probably paying for the game itself otherwise i'm not sure what else they could do like um they could honestly i think the ironic part enough because i know you know take two two 2k is big and think of all the sports games too oh yeah you could have Mm -hmm. basketball and um wrestling specifically are probably the two biggest ones they could do because do they have anything else yeah you know what i'm actually gonna look on the apple store to see if there is a version of like madden or whatever oh that's, I think that's ea, EA has everything else and then sony has base yeah it's mm-hmm. just i think basketball and wrestling so they could do those uh but honestly i'm trying to think of more for 2k but my my head just is sticking with rockstar at the moment and another thing i'm thinking of too is ironically i think you know, because there are they're... versions of 2K, like NBA, NBA 2K and stuff like that. On okay, on yeah, the so they could they could really promote that, and especially like I said, they said specifically new modes and not just new games. So really taking take Dude, that. NBA 2K 21 is on Apple Arcade. I can oh, play it right hilarious. now. Oh my! Don't you, do you really want to play 2K 21? <laughs> not really. Like that? Not on the phone. <laughs> you don't even want to play on a console. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
I own like I own MLB the show for Xbox. I got it with in a bundle when I got my Xbox. We talked I, about that, and you're like, I we were like, maybe we'll play this. No, I haven't even gonna, opened it's it. It's gonna leave. It's gonna fucking leave the the, the Game Pass. I bet you anything. Yeah. Uh, one other thing too is, I think like, you know, Rockstar used to make games. They used to make games. Obviously, they don't really do that as much anymore. They don't. Besides, like, oh, what's the next Grand Theft Auto and Rock- Red Dead pretend- potentially? Because, yeah. like, you know, Agent got canceled, Bully Two got canceled, everything else kind of was. With Dude, that story studios. recently they about... got fucked up, like La Noir. Yeah, that story about recently about like what could have been Bully Two. Yeah, that canceled. was sad. I read that. Like, uh... That was trash. I think, like, ironically, Zynga might be able to bring franchises we haven't seen Rockstar do in a while back. That could be cool in another some form or fashion, and. It's funny, too, because, you know, everyone knows they're making GTA 6. That's what they're focused on. And, you know, Absolutely. the pool campaign, you're going to finish it and go, like, so we're going to get DLC, and they're going to go, no, we have more GTA online. Yeah. I mean, what, uh, one of the guys that kind of funny, uh, Blessing Jr., he he plays a lot of GTA online, or at least he, he talks about it all the time. And he mentions that, like, as fun of an experience as it is, it literally was built for the ps3 and in 360 because that's what that game originally launched on so it makes sense you guys could still buy it on ps5 and xbox series x you know you could do that for the fifth time so it just he says at this point it it does it kind of feel like it's holding on being held together by like duct tape and stuff so like it would make sense that they would move on to a GTA six and have like, here's the brand new GTA online built with like all of our experience that we've got over the last like 10 years or whatever. Like it's going to happen eventually. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. You know, the, the sale isn't, I think fully through yet, but that's just kind of what you're going to expect. And like I said, expect GTA online being pushed first. And then from there, mm-hmm. uh, other game ports, potentially new original games or existing games being updated with, like I said, the new like social modes that they'll probably incorporate into it or something of that fashion that's like other people oriented. So, yeah, that's it for that. I don't have anything else to you. Or are you good? Yeah, I think that's it. All right. Uh, let's that's just. Shit ton uh, of money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're going to fucking. They're going to. They'll, they'll break even soon enough, easily. Uh. The other thing, of course, is Hawkeye and just talking about that show. And, you know, spoilers for us if you didn't watch it, but I'm sure you have at this point if you're going to listen to us talk about it. It's a Christmas show anyway. Like, yeah, you're already out of season. First things first, it was six episodes. And even though it was six episodes, it felt like a single Christmas special. Like it It didn't feel long. I just kind of I think halfway through it, like after the third episode, I didn't realize it was six yet. And I'm like, cool. So like, when does the show pick up? Cause how many episodes are left? And they're like six uh, total. So you're halfway through. And I'm like, so what, what's the show about? <laughs> like, what's it literally the, is just like a Christmas movie, but yeah, just longer. It feels like home alone, but Kevin McAllister is running around New York, shooting people with arrows. To me, it felt like jingle all the way <laughs> a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah. You put that cookie down. Yeah, no. Yeah, Kate Bishop's like, oh, I have the real Turbo Man at home now. <laughs> Dude, I know we're getting into spoilers, but like the the one moment in this entire show that made me go like, what the fuck? That's not cool. Was when they like launched the like the Pym Arrow and it just like 
blocked an entire lane of this of the bridge i was like that's gonna ruin so many people's days or day like that's awful you know shit happens right yeah it's new, york. new york's used to the the dumb shit anyway it's fine i it guess so. they would have to be new york yeah they're, they're, they're ready for that yeah i don't know so i had a lot of fun with it though would you say all right so just starting i guess like with the characters themselves like uh jeremy renner's hawkeye we've seen since the avengers movie in 2012 and you know this is the first time he's gotten something that's more or less about him even now with it being called hawkeye he's still splitting it yeah with it's like Kate bishop even when it's he he's not even really the focus of this show it's like it's really more kate and like he never he's never been the focus of anything yeah so it's it's uh, kind of hard to like get i don't know behind him as a main character i mean yeah. he's he's fun he's in he's entertaining but he still isn't like one of the most compelling characters you could know. also tell like all right so just talking about him first do you feel like we've gotten something that really talks about him at uh, all a little bit i mean it covers like his grief over natasha and like how he just at this point wants to live a normal life with his family and he keeps getting like pulled away somehow or some way yeah and i did like the the interesting twist where it's like apparently his wife also has like a history for some reason and like well it turns out his wife is uh mockingjay is that what the or mockingbird is a mockingbird or mockingjay i, I think it's it says to... bobby on it i think she is supposed yeah. to be mocking yeah I totally missed that. That makes a lot of sense. That that's, that's what, what the watch doing. was. That's what the watch says. Yeah. I knew it was like she was an agent of Shield or something, but yeah, that's that's what that was the crazy part because the whole time you think it's his and it's like no, it's hers. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. It, it's just I guess of all the characters in this show, Hawkeye himself was like, I guess the least interesting. Kind of like Black Widow. Yeah, even like in the movie Black Widow, dude. When Yelena shows up in this, I was just like, she's so funny. I love, I love she, this character. She, the minute she shows up, she steals it. Like that's what happens. It's just but, like, it's like, hey, Kate Bishop, would you like some mac and cheese? It's like, what? why do you only carry like one set of utensils yeah. in your house? It's like, what? I live Which alone. I do understand. Some people do that. I know people that do that. Yeah. Like that's a thing. And when I do live alone, I'm like, nah, I just, I'd still like multiple. I just love how matter of factly Yelena was like, what? You were taking forever to get back to your apartment and I got hungry. So I made food. <laughs> yeah. So good. But uh, yeah. So for Clint, you know, what is it? He's in Avengers, Avengers 2, mm-hmm. Civil War, uh, and then the other two Avengers movies. So he's been in like five things, I think. Um, and then this, uh like i think the closest we really get to him is endgame and age of ultron because age of ultron you know you get to see him with the family yeah. and you see how young they are compared to like where they are now and then uh for endgame you see that you know he becomes ronin with everything which is kind of the catalyst for all of this because he pretty much kept fucking killing people i thought it was so weird that uh kate bishop just like she didn't find the suit and start using it intentionally she just like put it on as a disguise for like a minute and it just like fucks her up royally yeah (laughs) just everything yeah but yeah like clint you get his whole he's having trouble coping with everything Mm -hmm. and also he can't hear as well now and he's just dealing with like 
everything he's done is just kind of like an act to everyone now. And, like he sees the fucking musical and he's just like, yeah, that was... man wasn't even there. That was so funny. <laughs> that was so stupid. And Hulk says, man, I was like, oh my God, if they actually put this out, you know, I, you know, I wouldn't put it past Disney to like actually make that a thing. Now that you mention it, like, yeah, I could see that. I could see them do that. And at the very least, I could see them do like, like a performance, record it, put it on Disney Plus, like they did for um, uh, the the post credit scene. No, Hamilton. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they do they like that's the entire post credit scene is just that stupid yeah. fucking musical. Uh, otherwise, like, yeah, he's kind of in the back. He doesn't really talk it either. Like he he's very. Man, a few words. Yeah, literally the, stuff with the kids. The entire episode, series or season, he's just like, I don't want to be here. I just want to go home and be with my family for Christmas. I'm just trying to get this done as quickly as possible. I yeah. did love the uh, tracksuit mafia though. That was oh, tracksuit mafia because you know what this is all from, right? Like what this is based off of. Uh, no. Uh, what what is it? All right, so it's uh the Matt Fraction run of Hawkeye, and it's you know a very different story compared to like what we get in this show because in the story like it, it kind of deals with i guess like clint going through depression and all this other stuff and you know kate bishop's in it and they have a weird relationship like you could definitely tell she's just like into him in certain ways um okay but you also have all the women in his life always like turning showing up at certain points too it's like a crazy thing tracksuit mafia is in it which is why everyone was excited to see him in the show because they're like are they going to be exactly like they were in the book? And they totally are. Because the whole time in the book, they're like, hey, bro, bro, you know, yeah, Dude, bro, bro. I, I laughed so hard when I first saw their like fake moving business is like, trust a bro. Yeah, no, that was that was uh, so fantastic. And the whole thing with like Grills, too. It's funny because Grills is just a guy in the apartment. And he's like, Clint is basically like a landlord in this apartment. And he's just managing this apartment. Tracksuit Mafia keeps coming. So he's the shit kicked out of him while fighting them all the time, among mm. all these other things. And he's like, uh, girls will say, oh, hey, Hawkeye, all the time. And he's like, it's Hawkeye. But he never cares. He still calls him Hawkeye. And I think eventually, actually, Grills dies. Damn. And then, and he's called Grills. And then he grills all this time. Like, he grills on the roof. Oh, and then his okay. dad shows up and then takes his place and then grills on the roof after his son dies. <laughs> That's like um, kind of sweet, but also really sad. Yeah, it was a it was a thing because um, I guess everyone knew it was Hawkeye and everything else, but uh, everyone's in it. Even Descartes in it, the Swordmaster, not Descart, um, 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 Decane, yeah, and he's like a he's pretty much like one of Hawkeye's Frank? rogues is that, gallery. Is that his name? Maybe. Yeah, dude, uh, I I love that guy. Like in the uh, in the season, just because like they do use him as like a red herring of like this guy might be behind might be I mean, behind in the comics he's bad he's one of the villains <laughs> i guess that's another reason why they, that was a good reason so to i have was him. waiting for it and then it doesn't happen and, and he's like, like he's literally just a nice guy trying to be like a good possibly surrogate father for kate like i don't know i thought that was funny but he's like also actually really good with the jack, sword his name was jack. jack that was what it was yeah so he it's funny because, yeah, he's the swordmaster that Clint fights in the comic, and he is in it too. So, yeah, I was surprised that he's just, yeah, some cool, he's just a good guy who also has really good sword skills and stuff. But 
they've done that before. Like it's like Iron Man three with the Mandarin a bit, where you're like, oh, that's not the Mandarin, True. or uh, more so with the scrolls, where you think the scrolls are bad. Yeah, and then it turns out you know they're actually the best characters in the movie they're in. And for this, like you know, at least with Clint, he's kind of on the back burner, and you kind of get more of him, but you never really get a Clint. Like you don't you never get the focus on Clint, but I think it's also because at this point you're getting him past his prime like he's more yeah, on the like, downhill now. he he's literally like wants to up. retire he wants yeah, to be done, done with this because like the team he was with is done and they have new people now fresh blood yeah and the last three left are kind of useless like the only one is, that is useful who's probably still i guess besides captain marvel the most powerful avenger is thor but otherwise and he's like piecing off into space <laughs> yeah they made hulk fucking boring and mm-hmm. he's just like, hey, you want tacos? And my arm's fucked. So Hulk is useless. And Maybe then, smash a few things along the way. Uh, he's he's a little gratuitous. <laughs> Hawkeye is probably more useful than, to him than him at this point, honestly. And like, besides that, everyone else is just going to be new. Uh, I mean, you'll have like, I think the older ones that will be there will be like, you know, Scarlet Witch and uh, Falcon, Captain Falcon, uh, Winter Soldier, yeah. um war machine and stuff like that so those ones will still be there but now they'll probably be more front and center with all the new blood yeah black panther is going to be confusing too because they'll find out in he July. should be around or, but no no november chadwick boseman is dead yeah. so sadly yes but i mean they do have plans but they just started resuming filming yeah. uh because uh yeah I'm sure he's good to go yeah or is it leticia right is that her name oh i don't remember I'm so bad with actors' names. I o- I only ever remember them as like the the characters that I most remember them as. So for me, she's just like Ben Shuri. Latita Latisha right? Yeah, so it's Latisha right. I was right. Cool. Although I, did, <laughs> I was right I about right. Chadwick Boseman's name by name. Yeah. Oh, uh, it happens. You can't name everyone. Some right? some people stick in there. Some people don't. I can't. I don't understand what like what the logic is. Yeah, and it's but my brain. <laughs> overall, I don't think we get that much of Clint and what we do get it's like we at least understand like tragedy with nat the want of being done being with his family and pretty much just coping with physical injuries his past of what he's had to deal with and what he's done and kind of it all coming back to haunt him and just where he falls in line in that hierarchy of like just superheroes now because of like you know people want him to do his thing and all that stuff but he's just like yeah you know because people are like oh hey hawkeye can i get a blah blah blah?" and he's like you know leave me alone i don't want to be bothered i did like that one scene where kate was like you are a hero you inspired me to be like a better person and like to to do all this training and he responds back like kate i'm a soldier i'm only ever been a soldier and i kill people like that's literally that was my job was to be a weapon like i'm not a good person and i thought that was really interesting yeah, the only reason he was on Avengers was because he was part of Shield, mm-hmm. and he was just a more outfitted like Shield agent. Of all of them, he kind of just happened to be there. Yeah. He was N- uh, Natasha's partner, kind of. Pretty much, yeah. So, like, other than that, like, he didn't really belong that much. He just showed up there, and he'd come when called because they needed his help, whether it was Cap or Fury. Usually, it sounded like. Um, and at this point, I guess. I don't see them making a sequel of this. I see them like we'll see more of Kate more than we're going to see more of Clint. Yeah, at this I'd, point. I'd say since they called 
this show Hawkeye. And he basically passed off the name Hawkeye to her by the end of the show anyway. Like, if they do continue the show, it could literally just be with Kate Bishop, which I would be fine with. Yeah. Or they could, you know, they could make something else for her either besides a show they could do, like... Because the whole thing is, it sounds like with her and, like, Elena, they're going to have bigger roles coming up. Yeah. And they're going to be the new Avengers or... Uh, maybe West Coast Avengers or something, because that's a thing that started was like actually both Hawkeyes join and create the new West Coast Avengers. And it's like a whole thing of like weird characters and stuff. Huh. Um, so who knows what's going to happen? Because, you know, on the horizon, the the farthest out, which I think is 2024 or 2023, I'm not even sure, is like, you know, Guardians 3, Fantastic Four, uh, Blade. Like, we don't even know when the sequels of, like, Shang-Chi and Eternals will come or what forms of successors they're going to have. And we don't know when the next, like, team movie is going to be that will focus on, you know, King the Conqueror, who's the next, like, sequel to Thanos or whatever, plus, like, uh, Loki's second season that will deal with more of King the Conqueror as well. Yeah. So, because, like, we're, we have to wait all the way for Ant-Man and Wasp for King. And then from there... We don't really know what's going to happen. Like, you know, Disney's going to do a giant. Here's all this shit. And, you know, this is all the stuff coming up. Here's our new lineup of stuff. Are you, aren't you excited? Like, it's going to, you know, break the internet for a day. And then everyone's going to know what's happening for the next, like, two or three years after that. But for now, we don't know that. And honestly, for Clint, I think we'll see him in the next team movie that will happen. And it would probably be his swan song. Maybe they'll kill him off or he'll just fully retire and be like, yo, I'm, I'm done. You guys don't need me anymore. Maybe even Mark Ruffalo will be like, oh, I'm, I'm either done or I'm just a like Martian Manhunter watchtower guy. That's just the eye in the sky. You know how that, you know, I'm talking about in like the Justice League cartoon, how Martian Manhunter was just always like watching them and like communicating to them from inside. I never noticed that. For Marsh Manager specifically. At least in Justice League Unlimited before he left, yeah. There was, like, right. always a guy with monitor duty who was just like, oh, I can, like, direct everyone to whatever needs to be happening. Right. Uh, that could pretty much be Hulk because he doesn't really, since he's out of commission, he could do that yeah. kind of thing. But uh, I guess not veering off anymore. Well, we'll see with um, She-Hulk. Maybe they'll cover a little bit of what's going on with him. Well, I mean, he's in there. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Uh, so we'll find out. Yeah, that's going to tell us at least what's going to happen with that, uh, which we're getting this year later on. Because that's the thing. We don't even... The next set of Disney Plus Marvel is Miss Marvel, uh, She-Hulk, and Moon Knight, which I think tonight, actually, there's a Moon Knight trailer. There is supposed to be a Moon Knight trailer coming soon. I think it's for the next game. Uh, it's at six, but um, that'll be interesting, which I honestly thought Moon Knight would be the last of the three shown. Or at least premiering, but I don't know if that means the Moon Knight is coming first, uh, which is interesting. Either way, those three I'm much more excited about, I'll say, than uh, the previous shows we've gotten. But that's just because of the characters uh, themselves that I've been waiting for for a long time. Uh, but back to the characters themselves in Hawkeye. Uh, Kate Bishop. Uh, I liked her. I thought yeah, she was cool. She was very fun. I liked her. And she definitely does feel like, oh, okay, I, I could see what direction... You know, the team movies will probably bring and like what other stuff she could be in potentially where, you know, maybe we do have like a weird duo show movie with. Actually, that would make sense because, you know, it's Black Widow and Hawkeye. And then we get somewhat still Black Widow and Hawkeye. 
doing a movie together. Because think about it, like, you know, Nat and Clint would do their stuff. They never got a movie together. They could have actually done one that would have been really cool that explores their past. I think that actually would have been an interesting movie where it's something they're hunting down that was pretty much the Black Widow movie where, you know, it goes back to her, everything that happened with her before. But it's those two together doing something. I think that would have been cool. But instead now, you know, Yelena's going to be some form of Black Widow Mm -hmm. and Kate Bishop's Hawkeye. They could do a movie together and that would make sense. That could be because cool. that would actually oh, really work. You're right because they, like I said earlier, like Clint, Clint and Natasha were partners before, so it'd be the same yeah. suit names, but like different uh, yeah. people. That that could be cool. I think that would really, really work. And they could do like, uh, what's her fucking name? Is it Madame Mask? I think is one of the villains. They could do that, like her whole organization, because that is a thing in. Uh, I want to say in Hawkeye as well. That was in that comic, and that would work phenomenally well because then it's like very female oriented you have two female heroes you have a female villain and everything else just falls into place there i can easily see that happen but otherwise you know kate is fun she's like a mix of she's incredibly awkward she is like it feels like she lacks a lot of social skills (laughs) um which is hilarious but you know she's rich girl um dad died during the chitari invasion which was hilarious because I'm like, oh, look, it's the char. It's always weird seeing that like thing from the Avengers movie come back. It's like Spider-Man Homecoming where they're like, hey, Michael Keaton, your cleanup crew can't do uh, alien cleanup anymore because damage control is here. And they're here to, you know, ruin people's jobs and stuff. And it's like, oh, yeah. OK, cool. I'm, I'll be a villain now. And then in this one, it's like, hey, the aliens are were here and, you know, they killed your dad. But also check out this cool guy shooting arrows into them. And she's like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, i find it really funny that like she was inspired to be a hero from like that one second like the one avenger she happened to see was just like a normal dude with a bow and she's like i could do that yeah and i didn't realize who i'm like Haley steinfield she plays kate she i didn't realize she was in a movie a long time ago that i watched she was in true grit she was the girl oh Oh my god, that is why she would look somewhat familiar, but like I couldn't place it. Like, I, I was looking at her IMDb and I was like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah, but I knew her already because she was in something that actually was really good. Better than everything else Michael B did, Bumblebee. She was uh, the main character in that. Oh, and, and that, yeah, okay. I really like that. And then of course she voices Vi in Arcane. So she's oh, like doing neat. all this shit. Wait, okay. what were you thinking about? Because you, you seem like you're going to say something else. No. Okay, I thought you were, like, thinking of another No, it's just all of these are, like, movie. oh, right. I have seen, like, it's just, like, now I recognize all these things that, like, yeah, I didn't so she, think of beforehand, I guess. Yeah, but she, she's, yeah, she's in a lot of shit. Um, it's very interesting, like, just to see all this shit coming up. And, uh, <laughs> you know who she, who else she is? She's Gwen Stacy in the Spider-Verse movies. Really? Yeah. <laughs> interesting okay i was just looking because i didn't look that far back enough in the imdb but i just kind of looked at a uh, upcoming and it just says spider-man across the spider-verse part one gwen stacy mm-hmm. so she is also gwen she's spider gwen so oh. she's animated live action she's doing some good shit and now she's in two marvel properties she's not only hawkeye but she's also spider gwen and she's in transformers and <laughs> she's true great um she she did a good job. I, I liked her a lot. I think, yeah, like I said, I think she'll work well in future properties that they're going to do with her. 
uh, with her character and stuff. Uh, and, you know, they're choosing a much younger cast now of characters than what we've had before with the older characters. And, you know, that means they'll last longer and have more to churn out with all of them. True. But not overwhelm people with them because they're broadening so much with everything from movies to Disney Plus because, you know, we're getting Moon Knight and She-Hulk and all that, Miss Marvel and all them. So even with all the movies happening, there's still all these other new characters to the point where honestly with the amount we're getting, I'm imagining multiple team movies, like different teams that, that can happen, like uh, Champions, Young Avengers type things. And then either like New Avengers, Secret Avengers, West Coast Avengers, like there's multiple possibilities i don't think they're gonna do all those at once but i think like out of all of those i think they could probably pick two of those and move them at the same time and not run out of people still and still have like excess characters that they can utilize at the same time but um her interactions with clint i thought were really good like it never felt out of place like you get the whole never meet your hero moments with them where, you know, Clint's like, yo, you're out. I talked to your mom. I'm not going to do this with you. Yeah. Uh, to her whole accepting her father being dead or like out of her life where, you know, her mother's moved on, has Jack and she doesn't like Jack. And it turns out, you know, it's actually your mother. That's the issue. <laughs> but uh, which uh, she inherited from her father with the whole kingpin thing, which we'll get to. But uh, she doesn't really have any other interactions besides like Yelena and Clint and her family pretty much. But with them, I, it was all believable. Like it was all like, you know, with your family, you're more, what's the word? Sna like snappy, sarcastic with Clint. It's like idol worship with Yelena. It's just what the fuck. <laughs> but um, overall, I think she did really well. And I'm excited to see her interact with other characters potentially in the MCU because I'm hoping at this point they're really evolving past stupid quips where you actually have characters doing real conversations. And just seeing her and Yelena interact shows that that's possible, at least. That they can still do comedy without quips and also, like, yeah. real, like, interaction. Well, like, I love the, the scene where they're both in the elevator together and mm. she's just, like trying to slow down yelena any way possible and she's like reaches for like one of the like buttons to stop the elevator for a second and yelena just like slaps her hand she's like don't and then she just like runs for it and hits like all the buttons and she's like oh come on that's so annoying yeah. why would you do that so that's the go to the stairs which yeah. is great um but yeah no it was, it was good i thought it was all good and i'm looking forward to seeing more of her uh otherwise I guess the other the third biggest character would I mean Yelena. Yelena's Yelena. We mm -hmm. got her in Black Widow and Florence Pugh's performance as her is probably in this new wave of Marvel honestly the best character. Possibly. I it's just like she's so funny every time she's on screen. Yeah, cuz I'd say, you know, Shang-Chi was now top 5 Marvel movies, but that was like everything surrounding the movie overall, not just Shang himself, which, you know, Shang himself is cool, but I don't think he himself personally pops up there at the top. Whereas I think Yelena just skyrockets and her, it's like her and Kate's relationship really show it kind of reminding me slightly 
of a, a friendlier, cautious version of um, Bucky and uh, I just forget his name. Uh, Falcon's name. Sam. Yeah, Sam Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bucky and Sam. You know their whole love hate relationship to it eventually turns into love, but it, like before that, you know, it's just like you know I hate you. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> yeah, I hate you too. Um, you you kind of get that feeling with them a bit of like that kind of dynamic because really when you look at all the characters there's not really that are a duo they're either solo or a giant team of people never just kind of two hanging out but yelena you know she has all the charisma she makes you crack up because of just how she approaches anything and what she chooses to say because she grew up in a fucking horrible environment that just kind of fucked her up royally but um yeah no she you already watched Black Widow. You know exactly what we're talking about. Like, we talked about it in the Black Widow episode we did. They covered that movie. Like, I don't think there's anything more to say about her. And, well, actually, you know what? I I completely forgot, but her interaction with Clint at the end, that full, like, you know, you, you're the reason she's dead. Yeah, like, and you could have stopped it. her if you really tried. And he's like, you know, no one could have stopped her if she set her mind to it. Like, yeah. you, can't, you know your sister enough that that's not possible. And her finally coming to terms with that, considering fucking uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus's character is just like, hey, you know, you could go kill, <laughs> you could go kill him. Um, yeah. Which I guess she was she then hired by Kate's mom. Is that how that works? That so was Kate's supposed mom, to be the. Well, she literally said, like, I found out who hired me. It was your mom. And you know, she was working with. Uh, she was working with. Travis's his character when you see that from the Black Widow post credits, but also when she gives her the picture. Kingpin. Well, no, Kingpin. She was her mom was working for Kingpin. Yeah, but I think her mom put out the hit separately with Julia Louis Dreyfus's character or something. Unless Kingpin deal was yeah, dealing no, with I her thought too. it was like Kingpin told her to get rid of her. Yeah. Get rid of him. Him. That. Yeah. Yeah, and then she went to I guess Dreyfus's character. And Dreyfus was like, oh, you know, you can get your revenge on him. Here's this picture of this guy. You can go take care of him. Blah, 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 yeah. blah. Which makes sense. And which makes me think, like, what the fuck is this agency exactly? Yeah, I'm so confused about, like... <laughs> and now, like, U.S. agent character. is there as well. Yeah. Like, what's his... Like, uh, Wyatt and stuff. But that's gonna be... I mean, it's not, like... Interesting. I can't even think that they're doing, like, a Dark Avengers or whatever because that's not I don't, even no. at all what that what that makes no that's was. a complete different and more fucked up yeah incredibly <laughs> fucked up thing especially there's no no more osborne to, to really you know make that shit horrible not to mention what was it like bullseye's the new hawkeye that was, that was just, yeah and like oh shit venom scorpion was on there yeah oh yeah poor mac right. gargan he was like basically so weak-willed the symbiote completely took him over great gargan he's just like a complete like monster yeah uh other than that echo she was interesting like um i don't know the only interaction that i didn't quite understand was when she tried to tell clint like you rely too much on your hearing aid you'd be better without it and i'm like i don't know about that because yeah i mean she she's lasted without it the whole time like i mean obviously they're completely different where his is just hearing that's the thing um yeah whereas she like doesn't she can't use that but i thought she was super cool and like a badass fighter for sure yeah i did think it was a bit overkill of disney to have her the way she was um in the so in the comics echo 
I believe she was a sidekick to Daredevil for a while. Um, I think that's how she first started. But she is like a Native American hero that is. Uh, she's a mutant who's like deaf, but yes. she's kind of like task, uh, Taskmaster where she could like copy people's movements and stuff. But for some reason, they're like, yo, let's take away her leg too. And I'm like, what? Why? Oh, why? yeah. That I thought was really weird. <laughs> was she that? also happened to be missing a leg. And I was like, weird. What? Like, that's a lot why? to stack on one <laughs> singular character. Like, what are you. Well, that is like. like we- I guess maybe this is the point, but it never like came back. Like it wasn't important, but they made yeah, a point of showing it off. Like ugh. you finally get a Native American character, and you like you already know she's deaf, but it's like, yo, what if we take away her leg too? And it's like, what? Why did you think? <laughs> why would you be like, yo, it's finally the Native American character? Yeah, I thought it was gonna like maybe play into why she has a vendetta against Hawkeye or something like that, but or or Ronin, but no, it always was like that. I, I just thought that was random. It didn't make any sense. It was un- I thought personally it was just unnecessary. But that's just me. yeah. Um, just because like, like you don't have to over you don't have to overfill a character with like types of like certain like things like that. I feel yeah. like like I don't know. It didn't like necessarily detract from anything. It's just like like you said, not really necessary or or important. Yeah, it's just like oh, okay. I guess that's also happening. Um, you know, in the comics, you know, she's becoming a much bigger character, which I could see why now where they're doing all this, where she's Phoenix now. Um, mm. The Phoenix Force chose her and she's the new like avatar of it. And yeah, I haven't really looked more into it. Yeah, because it's the whole thing. is like the Phoenix and mutants are pretty much like they're done. And uh, yeah, Jean's like completely free at this point. So they did say, you know, there, she's getting her own show. And I think, you know, the show is going to be her becoming a hero. For now, she's just been the criminal. And through it, you know, we see her dad is killed by Ronan. And you have to deal with, like, all that shit. But, other, you know, she shoots Kingpin in the fucking face. Or so I think. I think the whole thing is, like, Kingpin's going to come back with an eye patch, is what people will say. Interesting. But I also think, like, you, you don't need to damage Kingpin. Also, Like, that that's not necessary. And I think he did say the actor for Kingpin, I forget what his name is, but he... Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio? He, so yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio said that's the same Kingpin from the MCU. Yeah, it is. Or from the Netflix stuff, which, you know, fully confirms, like, all right, same Daredevil, which means I'm just waiting for John Bernthal to come in and fucking shoot. He, they should just put John Bernthal's Punisher in the next Spider-Man movie. Cue... And he'll just be... <laughs> cue the... Um... The, the meme where, like, what was the guy's name from uh, Emperor's New Groove? Kronk? Oh, Kronk. Oh, yeah. Like, it's oh, all yeah, coming it's together. It's all coming together. <laughs> Dude, I, that's straight, straight up. That's all I care about. I just want I just want John Bernthal's Punisher everywhere. And it'll, it's just going to be glorious. Dude, if he shows up in Morbius, <laughs> like, hunting him for a second, I'm going to be like, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> you want to dance? Uh that would be crazy but you know she she's interesting but she's just still like a minor character you're getting some of knowing like yeah well it's just interesting seeing her out on her it's a weird start to her because in the comics you know like like i said in this hawkeye comic this is based off of trust a bro like the 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 tracksuit mafia are not related to these two in any way there's no native american no nah, they're basically just like all. the mob yeah they're a just mob. the mob and yeah, it's like, why are the Native American people ruling the Russian people? I don't understand this at all. It doesn't make any sense. But, like, 
in this one, they throw her in here. And like I said, like she is like a daredevil sidekick starting off. And I'm very curious then maybe in her show, we're going to get Matt Murdock. I keep forgetting that there is an echo show that they already confirmed. Yeah. Interesting. So I think we'll see that there, but we'll really get more of her. I think they'll probably bring her father back more for flashback stuff, if anything. Mm. And then uh, we'll see her explore because I don't know if they'll want to keep her in New York or have her like, will they want to focus more on like the kind of like actually Native American culture and be like, oh, we're going to go to like a reservation or where some people are, where her specific like type of nation or tribe is because i honestly don't know too much about her so i don't know her specifics or anything like that i did love that but scene i could see that happen where she like puts it together where she like goes to her like second in command and is just like hey why weren't you there that night that my dad got killed like or that like when the base got attacked like you were always at every meeting like why weren't you there and it's like oh shit he was in on it and he like he's the one that ratted out her dad and stuff like that like yeah. i don't know I, I thought that was like a really cool twist for power and he's still you you know you could see he still cares about her but yeah he was like that was still also doing super it for tragic his own power grab when they fight yeah. at the end and he, she's just like i don't want to hurt you and he's like if i don't stop you like the boss will kill me like this has to happen and he knows like she's gonna kill him and he's pretty much telling her to kill him yeah because he'd rather have her kill him than like yeah. you know fucking fisk probably crush his head yeah he could do some nuts stuff to you <laughs> yeah smash your head in the door I but i guess in a way it helps her grow too yeah because she gets the satisfaction of like that's the whole thing Closure. like you, you see her evolution of she's going after ronan she's going after hawkeye and it finally occurs and he shows up in the suit and is like hey did you ever think about all this and it changes so now she's no longer going after him anymore and she's only solely focused on kingpin and her like first mate or like her right hand or second in command person and when you finally do get kingpin there just like hey i'm glad to see you you're my you're like a daughter to me and she's like okay cool immediately leaves and he's like yo you gotta kill her (laughs) yeah he's like he just figured he immediately was like she figured it out she needs to die you gotta love that he really was like unless your name is vanessa you're fucked yeah uh-huh. you're, you're like you're gonna die it doesn't matter how close you ever get to him you're just gonna fucking die unless you're vanessa and unless like vanessa's a kid it was kind of funny to see him in like the hawaiian shirt with like the cane that was funny <laughs> yeah that was pretty good that, that was really enjoyable and i guess like i'm trying to think i guess Kate's mom and Jack, which I feel like we've pretty much talked about we Jack talked to, already. Yeah, the only thing I'm disappointed about with Kate's mom was like, I was certain towards the beginning of the show that it was going to turn out that her mom killed her dad. And like, that's, I was... that's why she was like missing for several minutes when the, the Jatari attacked and Kate was like going around the apartment, just like trying to find her parents. And I'm like, they were literally just there. Like, where are they? Like, I thought no, there I could, was. I feel that. I thought there was going to be a thing where it's like, oh, she killed her dad. That because... would have been an interesting concept, honestly. Yeah, but like that never happened. So it was just like, it just ended up being like, oh, your he dad. He had an off-screen death, didn't he? He literally, he just, he did just die during the invasion, and just like, that was when her mom started dealing with Fisk because it's like it turned yeah. out that your dad. He was indebted to him. Yeah, he he had debts and then they became my debts which 
interesting, but like a little bit less interesting than like I used it as an opportunity to get away from like my problems and like yeah that's why I'm super rich now because I got all your dad's money and stuff like that. But it you know. and profited off of her deal like her dealings with Kingpin and whatnot. Yeah, that too. But one thing I did notice too, like I thought it was funny because I remember. One of my big critiques of the Avengers film back then was like, yo, it was really cool to watch Chitari invade this earth and just shoot cars. <laughs> and I'm like, y'all ever see a dead body? Because I didn't see any dead bodies. I just saw them shooting property. And they're like, look at the damage we're doing to your tax dollars. And I'm like, wow, it's really well, threatening. Can't make a, a movie R, like R-rated. It's going to cut on ticket think, sales. Are you telling me that there is not one PG-13 movie with a dead body? No, there probably is. Hell, fucking Disney's Tarzan has his parents' corpses in the treehouse. Oh my god, you're right. Oh, I forgot about that. (laughs) So I think you could have dead people in the Avengers movie just laying there. Considering also Iron Man fucking mercs people half the time anyway. Dude, it's so strange to me to go back to Iron Man 1 and it's like, Oh, he straight up flies to Afghanistan and murders a bunch of people. Like, yeah, it's Paramount. It's they're... not Disney yet. Oh, you're right. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, they didn't give a fuck. They were like, yeah, let's do this. And then, like, Incredible Hulk's fucking uh, Universal. So they're just like, yeah, let's go out. And then, like, because uh, I bet that's where they're going to do the alcoholism stuff with Iron Man 2. And then Disney's like, uh-uh-uh, it's our turn now. And they're like, John Fat, you can't do alcoholism. <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> he's just dealing so... with grief because he's dying. <laughs> No, because he fell out of... No, no, that was before space. Okay, yeah, because he was dying. Yeah, no, that right. after that, it was he was dealing with PTSD. Yeah, and then that was... Yeah, Shane Black. Okay, that's right. Uh, what were we talking about? Her mom, right. right. So, uh, it was funny that that just added to it, where, oh, look, the invasion's happening. Still, oh, people died. When? Uh, uh, here's a funeral. Trust me, it <laughs> happened. It happened. Don't worry. Yeah, no, we still... We still won't show anybody died during this fucking invasion i just thought that was funny i thought that was like a dumb thing uh otherwise i had a weird feeling like because of like madam mask i think that's madam mask in uh the hawkeye comic i'm like what if her mom's madam mask what if they did that and they didn't and i'm like okay cool so that is still like i said something they could use in the future because that would be very very interesting if they could pull that off uh, like I said, honestly, James, you should. That's a. It's like a standalone run, two volumes. I want to say, just read the Hawkeye Matt Faction run, and I'd say that for everyone else. Like, I think I recommended it before with Miss Marvel. These are probably like if you will just want very enclosed standalone stories to read that are incredibly good. Like I mean, like incredibly good. And I'm usually a DC guy, but these are fantastic. Is the first run of Miss Marvel and the Matt Fraction run of Hawkeye. And you, I can guarantee you, I've never met anybody that hasn't liked them. Mm, so, like, cool. I, I can guarantee you, you probably will like it. Unless you just don't like comics. <laughs> like, that's that's all I can think hey, of. Hey, a good Even, story is a good story. I think non-comic people like this, would like this. Like, I think they would get into this and not read other comics still. So, that's just my thoughts on it. Uh, otherwise, you know, we got Mr. Fisk. We got Wilson Fisk in it, which is really cool. We see, like, his whole spiel... And I do love that he shows up in the whole time, you know, everyone's talking about, oh, what if he shows up? What if it's the boss? And you're like, who the fuck is the boss? And they're like, because in my head, I'm always thinking like, oh, they're going to reveal a new character because I really didn't expect them to like. He is kind of for the MCU. A little bit. And you're like, he got out of prison again since Daredevil season three. (laughs) 
I guess Matt didn't really beat him, did he? I mean, he said, like, yo, don't go after Foggy or Karen or me. And I guess he technically didn't because think about it now. Like, we don't need him to go after Daredevil anymore because Bullseye is going to come back and be actually Bullseye now. Not to mention, like, the rest of Daredevil's rogues gallery. Kingpin can now leave Daredevil because they've done enough together. And like I said, Daredevil's rogues gallery is like it has enough that he's good to go for a while anyway. And they already did three seasons and there's plenty. Kingpin can finally make it to Spider-Man. True. I think that's what's going to happen now that we've we've seen him. So I think this is what's going to happen next. I I guess I should have said that in the Spider-Man episode, but, you know, we didn't cover Hawkeye yet, so it didn't cross my mind either. But yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I really think we're going to see Kingpin with Spider-Man now. And that's going to be like a big thing. And like, you know, people freaked out probably in their house when they see Kingpin in here. But imagine when people freaked out when they saw Daredevil in Spider-Man. Imagine how they're going to freak out when they show Kingpin in Spider-Man four or five. Because it's going to be one of those. The white suit and the ascot and everything. Yep. He's like, who is this little bug of a man that uh, disturbs me and my darling Vanessa? Uh, So they'll be like that. Also, you know what? Now they just need Oliver Trask. (laughs) I was going to say not um, in the 90s show. Remember uh, Alistair Smythe? That's the guy in the floating wheelchair. And then he turns into like Spider Slayer. He builds a bunch of robot Spider Slayers. Yeah. Yeah. And he eventually mutates himself or something. It's crazy. But do you remember what every time something bad happened and Fisk would get pissed off? And you get pissed off at Smythe. You know, it'd be like, he'd be like, Smythe! All the fucking that, time. Yeah. I would love it to death if that just happens in the Spider-Man movie like three times where they try to fuck up Spider-Man and then he fucks up and Spider-Man gets out of it. And you <laughs> he's like, I cannot believe this has happened. Alistair Smythe, what have you done? And it'll be, it'll just be so fucking good. It'll be great. I just want that. That's all I want. I, I just want the stupidest shit that they don't need to do, never will need to do, but they should do it for my own amusement for two seconds. Hmm. That would be fantastic. But overall, like the Hawkeye show itself, I thought was fine. It wasn't a surpassing show of the others. It was more or less a Christmas special, like we said. That's the thing. It's just like, it's a fun Christmas special. And if I look at it as that, it's just, I liked it. It comes off better. If you say, oh, it's one of those Marvel series like the others, and you go, eh, oh, whatever. Yeah, it's not like Daredevil where, like, I'll go back and rewatch parts of Daredevil every once in a while just because, like, I love that show. But this is, like, I might watch it next Christmas, maybe. (laughs) I do like, I do like that it can go like that where the quality actually changes. If you say Marvel, the Marvel series Hawkeye versus the Hawkeye Christmas special. Like, do you feel actually a change in quality when you hear that? Mm. i kind of do when i hear hawkeye christmas special it yeah. sounds like a fun like seasonal thing whereas hawkeye series i'm like eh, i think for whatever. christmas specials you you're not expecting something like too serious yeah and it does have i would say it would have rewatchability if you wait a whole year and you go yeah well it's very christmas themed i could actually enjoy this you watch it for like a couple nights with like you're just on the couch enjoying it uh, will you do your traditional shit of watching like Home Alone and Jingle All the Way and yeah. Christmas Story? Rapid, so it does fit in presents with that. and shit. Yeah, so it does actually fit with that. So I, I do, I do see it in that sense actually. So it does work. I, I doubt I'll do it next year, 
but we'll uh, see if there's a season two i don't think i will no, i don't think not. there will be yeah because they don't even <laughs> there's no season two of the other shows announced they wouldn't do one of hawkeye immediately and have that next year either their shit's like stacked like there was like the post credit scene of loki was like loki will return in like that's the only that's of all it. of them all four that's the only one that's confirmed to season yeah. two like i think they did they were considering another falcon winter soldier but i think it was probably canceled they don't need it because if they're making a captain america 4 what's yeah, the point true uh i would like to see a standalone winter soldier thing though of course i think that'd, that'd be, be cool yeah if they're gonna call it like white wolf or something because that's what he was being called in wakanda but yeah all right i think that's everything did you have anything else on hawkeye no it's th- like you know we we're more i think we covered it on the characters than anything else yeah no i think we covered it pretty thoroughly it's it's a yeah. fun show we covered what we felt about each character I think, I think yeah. that's it. All right. Well, I, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, that's all we got for today, making it a shorter show than at least the last two episodes. But uh, you can always write into us at sutrasidetalk at gmail.com. Uh, you can send in comments, feedback. You can also send us questions you want us to read on the show. Uh, once again, it's sutrasidetalk, just the name of the show, at gmail.com. And, of course, you can support us by subscribing on whatever platform you're listening to. If it is Spotify or Apple Podcast, uh, you can rate us or give us a five-star review. That'll really help us out. If it's YouTube, please, you know, like, subscribe. <laughs> like and subscribe, everybody. And uh, hit, hit that, that bell. bell notification. Yeah, hit that bell. That's what they. That's what the kids say, I think. Yeah. Uh, at least that's what bell... That's what... Um, it's for the reminders. Yeah. Bife says that. Bife yeah. says that. Um, yeah. YouTube. I'm still getting used to it. Uh, you can follow the show on instagram twitter and tiktok at sutra side talk like i said uh i'll be back into the tiktok content eventually just trying to get some other shit done that i was delayed in doing because i fucked up my ankle but you can also follow james on twitter at gogo at invader jim 124 and you can follow me on twitter at gogocomzilla and that is everything we will catch you guys next week hopefully i'll be in better condition and uh in a better head mindset where i'm not sitting over there the whole time going probably insane yeah get better dude thanks and thanks for listening